Thank you for joining us for this episode. Today, we're with Dr. Kelly Kirksick, and we're going to be talking about where we've come with the EHR, where we're going with the EHR, and how you can hate your electronic health records less on the OI Show. Thank you again for joining us for this episode. Today, we're with Dr. Kelly Kirksick. Kelly and I go way back. I think one of the some of the first lectures that I ever did in the optometry schools was with Kelly. Kelly, it's so great to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Dave. It's my pleasure. Kelly has uh, been in practice and has now moved over into industry. Kelly, how long have you been out of practice? Well, my husband would tell you I have been out of practice since I started my practice. He always <laughs> he would always joke and say, "Only you doctors get the the excuse that you're practicing daily." Um, but no, with all seriousness, I transitioned out of my practice back in 2017. At that time, my um, my partner at the time she bought me out of. Um, the remaining shares that I had my practice, and then I transitioned to a full-time role with with Revolution in 2016. Um, so that had a year where I was doing kind of a hybrid role there, but um, I've not really seen patients on a regular basis since 2017. Yeah. So I think that's really interesting, especially for our listeners, uh, to realize that there's this role that optometrists can have outside of practice, uh, being in industry and helping them. You know, it's uh, it's individuals like Kelly who use technology every single day in practice, and then they leave their practice and go and help those industry people uh, help us be better in our practice. So why revolution? How did you kind of get into this scenario of an electronic health record company? Um. Well, it, twofold, and I'm going to answer this question two ways. So I'm not sure. Um, not you were super specific with with um, with how with how you phrase that, Dave. But I'm going to first start with how I chose Revolution when I was a doctor seeing patients. So I used Revolution EHR in my practice. I opted to go that way really because we were looking for something simpler. Um, I was looking to reduce my my enter my IT costs um, and, and try to, to just make things easier with regards to system updates and, and um, new releases. We were finding that we were consistently bottlenecked um, with, with problems and we were spending a lot of time having to go back and um, fix, fix things that we had customized. And so that was kind of how I, I fell on Revolution, and we, we used Revolution in the practice. And what I started doing um, as a doctor is I was giving an obscene amount of feedback <laughs> to the company about requests and features that I was wanting to see put in place into the software, so much so that I got a phone call from the CEO um, saying, who are you? I, I hear from you almost daily in my inbox, um, just wanted to introduce myself. And from there, I really started to do just some consultative work with them as I was seeing patients in the practice um, and providing feedback then to Revolution. What happened was I transitioned out of practice really for personal reasons. My husband, his business was located 200 miles from my practice. So I was commuting and I did that for approximately eight years where I, was, I would go in um, and then I would drive back after working you know, three and a half days 
and that worked. Um, but two babies later, that didn't work out so well. I knew I needed to find find a path of least resistance and just simplify things with with the little ones at home. And so my role with Revolution EHR, um, that's really kind of how that started. So mm -hmm. that's my history. Yeah. Where, where do you think we've come in the last 10 years with electronic health records? What, uh, what, you know, remind us of where we were and uh, where we are now. I'm going to ask you in a moment where we're going. So where have we come? What have you seen change? So I'll share a story with you, and I'm going to go back further than 10 years, and now I'm dating myself. Um, but back in 2002, when I started my practice, I started with an electronic health record. And I distinctly remember this, that, and again, 2002, so um, that was when the newspaper was still a thing. And the local newspaper said, wow, we have got to interview this new doctor that's doing this really tech-savvy thing where she has no files in her practice and everything's done on a computer. And it turned out, I, at the time, I was the first provider in our county that had transitioned to an electronic health record system in their practice. So, you know, giving you that, that context and that background, I think that we can absolutely see that things have changed so much since then, where rather than that at one time being the exception, it's really now more the rule. Certainly have some offices that have, have dragged their heels a little bit and, and said, not doing that. But for the most part, um, you know, I think most most of our colleagues have embraced the concept. Mm -hmm. What uh, what what do you see is uh, is better? So give me two or three things that are about better about electronic health records than paper. So I'll give you the spiel that I give all of our new customers. And it's funny, the first time I did this with um, with a, a new employee, a new coworker, I, I thought they were going to have a heart attack because, you know, I, I always say I am, I will not blow smoke and I'm not going to say things that, that aren't true or, or tell people what they want to hear. And typically my first conversation with a doctor after they've invested thousands of dollars in a new um, EHR and typically all of the infrastructure that goes with it, you need computers, you're most of the time people upgrade other pieces of equipment and whatnot. And I'll say, congratulations, you have now, you know, transitioned to the electronic health record world. Did you know that you are going to be embarking on a journey that is going to slow you down, drive you crazy, make you want to pull your hair out and question on a daily basis, why am I doing this? And usually you can hear a pin fall, you know, a pin drop. Good, good sale. Good job. <laughs> but I'm, I'm said. I'm setting this stage just for realistic expectations are so important. And the truth is, you know, I, all kidding aside, there's an element of truth to that, that an electronic health record will slow you down. And I will tell a, a doctor that, that if you're going to make a comparison between doing an eye exam on a piece of paper versus doing an eye exam um, in, within an, an EHR system, there's no question. I'm not going to bet against you to say uh, that that a computer's faster, um, but the question remains, there are so many checks and balances though that are in place with your EHR that are making that record typically more compliant with all of your insurance companies' requirements for meeting, you know, meeting care, it's legible, 
Um, generally, if, you know, most doctors don't have the best handwriting, especially when they're in a hurry. So you've got those obstacles in place. So to say, well, it's faster, the short answer is yes, I will not disagree with you that paper can be faster. But the flip side is what you're doing when you're entering all of that data into an EHR system is that you're giving, the system can now work for you and that now I can say yes, but now let's turn the tables. I want you to generate a recall on that patient that you just have a paper chart on. Guess what? I can do that with a click of a button. Or mm -hmm. I want to run some analysis of, of I want some data regarding and re reported, reporting data on patients that I've seen today. I don't have to go and manually extrapolate that information from, from various patient records. I can have the system do that. So the, the answer is, you know, it's, it's really a bigger issue that you have to kind of see the, the, the big picture, and that is that you're going to enter in all that information initially, and then you're, it's going to be able to do so many other things for you that in the grand scheme of things, no question, it's more efficient. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what about the future? Uh, you know, first of all, um, we've come a long way. Uh, electronic records, you know, we, we chart our patients' information. Uh, we can do recalls. We can, you know, run reports on how our practice is doing. That's the, uh, the office management system. But um, what kind of integrations are going to make my life simpler in the future or uh, maybe is revolution working in? What I've, what I've seen is that we've, we've started to, you know, culminate all these different technologies, these peripheral technologies in, into one. Like, what do, you, what do you see is going to be different in five years from what it is today in my practice? I think that with the way technology is moving, um, I mean, think about it, even just big picture, internet bandwidth is better than ever. Um, you know, we've got, we've, we're, it's not just so much about the software itself, but all of the things that go into, um, you know, go into doing, you know, using an electronic health record, it's definitely here to stay, no question. And the integrations now really are getting very, very intuitive and creative, um, helping to foolproof um, things and processes that where you could have, you know, mistakes, as an example, automatically posting payments um, and balancing those, those miserable EOB statements that come in, you know, once or twice a month, um, making that, you know, an automation, uh, just e even being able to go back and engage patients and, and let them know the importance of why they need to be coming back and seeing you. I think there's a, a compliance piece too that it all, that also the engagement also helps to keep patients warm compliant as well to whatever it is you're mm -hmm. you're expecting of them. Mm -hmm. So you really sold me that I'm going to be better with my EHR because it's going to make me faster. I mean slower with my patients. <laughs> um, so what what kind of things can we do? Because you, you you talk with a group of uh, of 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 doctors about their EHR and everybody says they hate it. So what can we do? What are some things that you encounter on a daily basis? The complainers, when we call in and complain, what are some things that we can be doing better with our electronic record systems, whether it's revolution or somebody else to hate it less? What are some things that you see or you recommend to people more often? Probably the biggest thing that I see, and I find that oftentimes it, 
it's a myth. It would be kind of a misnomer to make the assumption that just because you're new to using a software that you don't know it as well as someone who's used it for five years. If anything, sometimes I see quite the contrary, where the new practice that's gone through training, that has been engaged, they are now abreast all of the newest features, everything that we're doing, um, and they have that really then in their back pocket to be able to use and apply, which is going to make them more efficient. Typically, at least for, for our company, when we push out a release, um, with new with new features and, and whatnot, that's done with the intention of it helping a practice be more successful and more efficient. Um, so, you know, with with that said, I think that that would be kind of one of the things is just paying attention for practices that are that have used used a system for a long time. It's often to just you you, you use it and you know, wow, we've used this for two years, three years, and it works and it's fine. And you go about your business and you're, you're busy doing other things. But what happens is then you're missing three or four or five releases where you think, oh, I'll, I'll read the release notes later and, and see what they've done. And lo and behold, you know, as an example, I just worked with a, a close friend of mine. I'll give you an example. Um, he was wanting to pull some information on cataract patients that from a, a, a specific hospital, they were wanting to pull some data from, from post-op patients. And he had to go through and manually pull data off of approximately 4,000 different patients, which he should not have had to have done. That information, had it been inputted into the system correctly, we would have been able to run a report with two clicks and boom, he would have had it. But instead, and he said to me, he's like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm sure this was, I just, I just didn't pay attention. So the, I think for us, the biggest challenge is, because I remember what it was like when you're a doctor and you're managing, you're, you're managing a practice, you're managing, you know, your staff, and then you've got your, your patient, you know, that, that all, there's just so much going on that it's hard to pay attention to everything that's thrown at you. Um, so we're always challenging ourselves with how can we get our customers to pay more attention? You know, when we're right. doing things, how can we get them to pay attention? So. That would be my thing, um, probably strategically to quarterly go through, just set up either a point person in your office or make it your own thing that you're going to own to look every quarter at what's new and then see how you can integrate that into your practice. Yeah, I think that's so key. You know, there's there's pain points that we experience within our practices that we're not really aware that they could be solved, you know, and there could be somebody in the office who um, is a, is a point person for this sort of for this sort of thing within your electronic record system. And also, most of us know somebody else who is in our electronic record system similar to us. And so having conversations with them once a quarter, you know, at least twice a year of how are you using it. Your point about newer practitioners being, uh, being better is, is so, you know, so well thought out. When we have a resident, you know, we're training a new doctor every year on our electronic record system. And it's amazing the things I learned from them, uh, just because they wonder what things are. And so they go and push the button. Uh, and well, can we change this? Can we, you know, and it just kind of gets us thinking things that we use every single day. We tend to really only focus in on about 70% of what the capabilities are. And that's how it was when we first brought in our electronic record systems for most of us. 
But as that system continues to expand and grow, now quickly you're only using 50% of the features. Uh, so it can really, really happen, I think. And um, you know, one of the cool things about Revolution is that there's always updates coming because it's internet-based and those really work well in your favor. If you're utilizing a different system, make sure to stay in touch with the company and always be asking them for what the updates are. You know, be the Kelly of that company who's always emailing them and saying, what about, what about, can you do this for me? And make sure that they're always continuing to innovate. So Kelly, thank you for being on the OI show. We really appreciate your perspective and uh, we're really, really honored to have had you. Well, thank you so much again, Dave. I appreciate the time. Thank you. Yes. All right. And thank you for joining us for this episode of the Optometric Insight Show. Make sure to like and subscribe. Please leave us a comment. And uh, if you would be so kind, we would love a five-star review from you. Please stay tuned for future episodes of the Optometric Insight Show. (laughs) 